This is the Washington Indivisible Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cox. Well, if you've ever wanted to get involved with the Washington State Democratic Party but aren't sure how or even when to do it, this next segment is for you. The state party is going to be holding elections throughout December and January for all positions from party chair to the state committee. And here to talk about it and maybe demystify this process is our friend, the chair of the King County Democrats, Shasti Conrad. Hello, hello. Hi, Stefan. So good to be here. It's so good to see you, my friend. So, you know, I've I've been wanting to ask you this myself for quite some time because I don't really know your superhero origin story. You've been, you know, very active in in the Democratic Party for some time. As I mentioned in the intro, you are chair of the King County Democrats. How did you be how did you come to be involved with Washington Democrats? Yeah, so there's the short story and the longer story. And (laughs) (laughs) um, I will just say quickly that, like, I don't know why, but for some reason, I was a weird kid who really loved talking politics, even when I was little. And my family and my grandmother in particular, like, um, were sort of active in, you know, making sure that people were voting. And it was just something that we talked about. And so even in high school, when I was in um, in Oregon, I would volunteer with the with the Democratic Party. Um, and then when I got up here to go to Seattle University for college, that the Washington state Democrats were the first group that I thought to like apply for an internship for and go volunteer with. And that was in 2003, 2004 when I was working for them. And, uh, and then, you know, I went to, I graduated college. I went off and go work, worked for Obama and I did the sort of DC stuff. And then in 2016, I, I came home, it was time to come home. And, um, I, I got involved in the campaigns that were kind of happening there. And and then I decided to run for the state Senate appointment that Pramila Jayapal, when she was elected to the U.S. House of Representatives, she left this sort of open seat in the 37th legislative district. And that was when I ran for state Senate for that appointment. And ultimately, Rebecca Saldana got it, which was great. I love Rebecca. This past weekend, she just gave me the Community Spirit Award, which meant so much coming from her. Yeah. Um, And so then, you know, I had gotten to know the community in the 37th, and they were like, we've got a job for you. (laughs) Why don't you run for state committee rep uh, from the 37th and, you know, get involved in the 37th legislative district and also help uh, with the state Dems? And uh, I decided to go for it. And that was sort of my sort of first entree back into the Democratic Party um, here in Washington state. And during my time as a state committee member, there were some things that were happening at King County Democrats that were not positive. Um, We had uh, the executive director was fired um, because uh, the chair at the time thought that she had filed a code of conduct complaint against him. We found out about some of his harassment claims that he'd been taking money from the organization, misappropriating funds. And I just was sort of in that place where I was like, we can't have this. (laughs) This is not okay. Um, And so I ran for first vice chair to get involved in um, King County Democrats was a part of that process to remove the former chair. And we started we started the hard work of rebuilding the party. Um, And, you know, it was also Trump had been elected. People were sort of at each other's throats about Hillary versus Bernie. And, you know, there was all of this kind of fear and frustration and all of that. And so at the end of 2018, which was now four years ago, I decided that it was time to run for chair and to really like if we could not 
if we could not get it right here in King County and in Washington State, what hope did the rest of the country have? Yeah. You know, everyone always looks at us as like we're some blue paradise. And I really felt that it was important to have a stable party organization that wouldn't hurt people and that it would be a place where folks could come and do good work and feel proud of the organizing that they were doing. And, you know, I worked alongside so many of the Indivisible members to kind of help rebuild and and to do that work. And uh, I was elected. I was the first woman of color chair. Um, and, you know, the party, the King County Democrats have been around for almost 60 years. So it was a really big deal. And then we set forth on doing the work of setting the party back in good place and bringing in, you know, more folks and getting people excited about local elections and getting involved in their local party organizations. And now this week I'm wrapping up my second term. Um, I'm the first chair in a decade to be reelected. Um, mm. And uh, I didn't and know that. So, that's, that's, that's really, uh, that's really remarkable. Yeah. So here we are. And, uh, and I'm really proud of what we've, what we've done and um it's been i think it's really had an impact you know it's made a difference of the types of democrats that we've been able to elect um yeah. and you know we've really developed and grown our organizing prowess too because of having a strong party that um was more inclusive and more open we're so in your debt and i, and I just want to say you know right off the bat here thank you for everything that you have done in in terms of really cleaning house uh with the king county democrats it has been an extraordinary difference uh and yeah so thank you uh, for all of that you, you mentioned a number of positions within the party uh, you know the state committee rep the chair uh, so, as I mentioned, the party's going to be holding elections throughout December and January for these various positions. It's called the reorganization process or the reorg. It happens every two years. Um, this is a window of opportunity to get involved here. So demystify the reorg process, if you could just kind of briefly give us a summation of what the reorg is and what it does. Yes. So every two years, every Democratic Party organization in the state goes through this reorganization process where they choose new leadership and they sort of reform. It always happens um, after the even year elections. And um, depending on, you know, whether it's a county party organization or a legislative district party organization, um, all of that's happening right now um, in you know the middle of, of December and then into January. And then the state Democratic Party will go through their reorganization process at the end of January. In fact, that election will be January 28th. But the folks who um, who will vote on the new leadership for the Washington State Democrats, they're made up of um, state committee members who are elected by their legislative district <laughs> um, organizations, their county party organizations. And so that's why it's so important to have this conversation now so that folks can really step forward and go ahead and raise their hands and, and mm -hmm. run for these positions in their local, um, in their, in their local organizations. So again, you've mentioned some of these positions and I want to talk about the, the sorts of positions that people can run for by talking. Let's, let's talk about the structure of the party itself. So every county and legislative district has a party organization, as you mentioned, like the King County Democrats or yeah. where I live, the fifth LD Democrats. What do these organizations do specifically and who runs them? Yes. So um, each party organization is its own sort of entity. So there's not like some people think it's like, oh, the county is above the LDs or the state is above. But actually, they are sort of in this like kind of wacky ecosystem where they each have their own rules, their own bylaws, um, their own sort of way in which they 
organized. Um, but it's basically there as a place to get Democrats elected. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the underline. But you all know, I mean, the 5th Legislative District has done such an amazing job these last couple of years of really turning that organization into this, like, organizing powerhouse where you get to know you know, all of the folks that are throughout the legislative district, you elect um, precinct committee officers who will work in their precincts to walk um, and knock on doors, doorbell, make sure that people know who the legislative district Democrats are supporting. Um, you know, just this, you know, just a few months ago, the fifth LD was doing great work to make sure that everyone knew to support Bill Ramos and Lisa Callen. Um, it's making sure that people know to vote. Um, it's helping to get people registered to vote. It's doing all that. I mean, I often describe the party as, you know, candidates and campaigns are kind of the like, fun jazz you know they're the improv improvisation and the like you know kind of they come and go and and all of that the party is the steady drumbeat you know our job is to be year after year cycle after cycle making sure that no matter who comes forward if the party has said this person stands for our values this is who we're getting behind those candidates and campaigns have resources to be able they you know they know who the voters are they've got volunteers there they've got people who can help with raising money they you know people who can help them get their campaigns set up that's what the party's really there for yeah so if you are interested in say running for leadership at the county or ld level what are some of the positions available and i'll also ask you you know you've mentioned some of the responsibilities and things that they do but what kind of time commitment are we really talking about <laughs> well and i know you um, put in a ton of hours so you're you're not exemplary here you, you are the, far yeah, above yeah, the average the, yeah yeah um so Yes. So, for instance, this weekend, um, the King County Democrats are going for their reorganization and there are nine elected positions that people can run for. So there's chair, which is the role that I have had. There's first vice chair and the chair and the first vice chair have to be of differing genders. Um, And then you have. Is that uh, just part of the bylaws? Yeah, I, I just I just learned about that. Okay, I see. Yes, that is that is a part of the bylaws. It's also um, it's like a state statute, basically that like these organizations, so that there is a, ge- a gender division. Um, we hope someday to maybe get to a gender restorative policy where it's basically like. If two women want to serve together, great. If two people who are non-binary want to serve together, wonderful. You just can't have all men because we've had that for millennia. Ever. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So the chair, first vice chair, and then at King County, we have three vice chairs. We have a vice chair for communications, a vice chair for outreach, and a vice chair for fundraising and events. And then there's a secretary and a treasurer position. And then there are two state committee reps who will represent the county party to the state Democrats. And they will get the opportunity to elect um, state party leadership at the end of January. And so that's most for most of the LD organizations and the county party organizations. That's sort of the, those are the typical roles. Um, Some of the legislative districts will have um, like a membership chair. They might have a PCO chair. So they're in charge of helping to organize the precinct committee officers. There's different roles that um, each of the legislative districts have. And those meetings, like I said, are happening over the course of the next six weeks. And all you have to do is just show up, you know, talk to people, put your name forward, 
Um, the folks who vote are elected precinct committee officers. So in May, just like all the other candidates, people filed to run as precinct committee officers. And then they were elected in the primary in August. And that's who makes up the voting base, both for us at King County and also in the legislative districts. And so being an elected PCO is actually an incredibly important job because you get to pick leadership for these party organizations. But also, if there's ever an appointment to the state legislature in your district, you get to make that choice and pick who your um, representative leadership is going to be to the state legislature. Yeah, if you want to be a PCO, and I have been one, I've had the honor of being one, um, it really is, it's rewarding on a number of levels because you really do have uh, quite a say in the direction of the party. Um, and I, I did mention time commitment. I was being somewhat facetious, but, and I'm sure it varies from position to position, but I mean, if somebody wanted to run, say, to be part of the uh, leadership team for their local LD, are, are we talking five hours a week? Are we talking 10 hours a week? What, what sort of time commitment do you think? Yeah, I think um, at the LD level, typically there's two meetings a month. So there is an executive board that if you're elected leadership, you would go to that meeting. And then there's a general membership meeting that happens once a month. And those meetings are typically about, you know, two hours. So, you know, there's four hours right there. And then it just depends on which role. Um, I think certainly as chair, it can be quite a bit. You're sure. hurting a lot of cats. You are <laughs> making sure that, you know, all of the communications out um, and, you know, you're planning the meetings, you're doing all of that work. Um, but, you know, if you ran for a vice chair position or you ran for secretary, that's probably, you know, maybe 10 hours a month, you know, um, at most, like, you know, it sort of ebbs and flows and it depends on how much you want to give. Um you know, King County Democrats, we've been a very, we're like the largest county um, in the entire state. We're the fourth largest county party organization in the whole country. Mom. And so it's been a big job. Um, I often would joke that it was my biggest non-paying job um, and often would take up more time than my paid work. Um, but, you know, that's because it was really important to me that we, that it was successful and that it was doing a lot of good work across the county. So that was probably 20 hours a week, um, <laughs> but that's certainly not expected for most of these other roles, for sure. So I want to talk about the state committee uh, because this is a very specialized position. You mentioned it earlier, uh, and the state committee, it is my understanding. And I will just say up front, gang, none of this is straightforward, right? <laughs> like, I just had to take a crash course in order to prepare for this interview. So I'm kind of onboarding a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, along with people who may be watching. So the state committee is made up of representatives from the various LDs and counties uh, to be part of a representational board. They meet quarterly. What happens at these quarterly meetings, these state committee meetings? Yes. So um, actually, our DNC member, Sharon Mass, was just describing this for me the other day. And she was like, basically, the state committee is almost like our Congress. So you have representatives who are going, like you said, to represent their legislative districts or their county parties, and they're helping to decide on the policies of the party, the resolutions that the party is going to put forth. Um, you know, it's there's some basics where, you know, we need to make sure that in case there's any vacancies that happen with our congressional members that we have fully endorsed them. And therefore, that will give the party the ability to fill those seats if something were to happen at all. Um, but it's a lot of it's a lot of the organizing work and it's a lot of making sure that the party is 
is doing what it says it's going to do. It's holding the party accountable. Yeah. It's working to change. You know, you were mentioning the the um, differing gender. That was a big policy that just changed in the last couple of years. Um, before it was written into the bylaws at the state level that it was a man or a woman. You would talk about everything in terms of a state state committee male rep and a state committee female rep. We changed that policy so that there would at least be a third gender that would allow people who are trans, non-binary, who don't fit into the sort of, um, you know, two cat, two male and female categories, that they could run and that there would be a spot for them. And that as long as people were of differing genders, that was okay. And so it's changing some of those policies. We've talked a lot about vote builder policy, for instance. The um, Before, you know, the last couple of years, um, only incumbents would have access to the data of from the party to be able to um, have access to know the voters that were in their districts and they would be able to contact them. State committee members worked with state party chair Tina Pawlodowski, who then went and worked at the DNC level to change that policy to allow challengers who were signed off on by their local party organizations that they were bona fide Democrats who, you know, were in good standing, that they too would have access to that same data, which leveled the playing field for challengers. And so often those challengers were younger people of color. And so that was a major change that state committee members really led on. And so it's that kind of work that, um, you know, that gets, that happens at the state committee and why it's so important to elect really great people, particularly really great progressive folks who will help us continue to push the party in that direction. You're anticipating a question that I'm going to ask in just a moment about uh, progressivism and people who are in the grassroots movement. But if somebody is listening to this and is like, hey, I'm inspired, I actually really do want to get involved at this level, I'll just ask you, how much campaigning is involved? Because you're trying to reach these PCOs who are going to be the ones who ultimately elect you. Um, Do you campaign them directly? Does it cost money to run? How, How does it ultimately work kind of nuts and bolts? Yeah, I think, you know, as much as it's like as much or as little, right? I think for some of these positions, um, they're vacant. Um, I will admit that I think like so many institutions and organizations over these last couple of years, the Democratic Party is also facing burnout. Um, we have a really number- you don't say <laughs> <laughs> I know that's, that's going around, know. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I already I've heard, I think, um, you know, King County, we have 17 legislative districts, and I think only like 13 or 14 of the chairs are planning to run again. Or no, sorry, only three or four of them are planning to run again. Oh, wow. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity for people to step forward and to run for these positions. Um, you know, I think it's great. You can get in touch with um, leadership that are currently at your local party organization and you can ask them for the list of elected PCOs and you can you know, call people, you can text people and let them know that you're going to run. Um, you also can just show up at the meeting and it's very possible that if you step forward, you might be the only one running. <laughs> so, okay, so, so qualification one, a pulse exactly. show up exactly. you're, you're hired you got the job, right? yeah. yeah yeah i mean i think you know it would be great most of these um i mean all of them should have a website um that is like fifth ldems.org where kcdems.org and they will have the um list of the current leadership and a lot of times it'll have some you know contact information 
And, you know, if you're interested in running for one of those positions, you know, getting in touch with whoever's in that seat right now, finding out if they want to, if they're planning to run for it again, or reaching out to the chair, because the chairs often know who's going to run, who's not going to run, and would be able to give you more information about um, what the job's going to entail, you know, kind of the, the history of it all, and get in touch with them, um, tell them that you're interested, you, you know, and tell them maybe what you would like to do, you know, or do you, do you like doing social media? Do you like um, the organizing side of things? Do you like raising money? Do you like, you know, what, what parts, what are the things that you really enjoy and what are things you might like to contribute and they might be able to help you find the right seat for you to run for. Um, and uh, yeah, and I would get, get on it as soon as possible because um, most of the legislative districts here in King County um, they are reorging in January, but in the 48th, for instance, they have their meeting next Wednesday. Oh, well, um, right up. And so it's happening right now. Yep. So coming back to what we were talking about earlier, uh, we do know that some grassroots progressives, possibly even people who are watching or listening to this broadcast right now, might be a little hesitant for a number of reasons. They might feel that the party isn't in alignment with their values. They may not have found the Democrats to be particularly welcoming. Um, why should these people get involved? Well, I think that we have seen both versions of a solid, like of what a good Democratic Party can do and what a not so great Democratic Party can do. And I think like what we just saw with the victory in Georgia, you know, with Warnock winning again, that is that is years of really solid organizing. But those folks have also moved into the party and are in leadership roles where they are able to open up the party and listen to organizers on the ground. This is an opportunity that I think we have here in Washington State. I mean, to give credit where credit is due, Tina has done an amazing job these last yes, several has. years. Yes, she has. And we really do owe her a lot for really turning the Washington State Democrats into something that where people think about organizing alongside the state Democrats. That wasn't always the case. It used to be very much a sort of, you know, insiders club. And it was, you know, the, the older version of the democratic party was kind of a bunch of mostly older men, you know, basically deciding who was going to run for office and sort of giving their like, you know, approval to those people. And that was it. Well, Tina's turned it into something where it is year-round organizing. She has raised a lot of funds that is going directly into helping people on the ground. Um, and so getting involved, actually, like, it matters who's in these spaces. It matters who's at the table. Um, and so I think it's a real opportunity to continue to push the party to be more connected to the grassroots um, and also to be more progressive. And, um, you know, you yeah. leadership before me wasn't always, wasn't as progressive, wasn't as open to people who had not really been a part of the party before. And it suffered because of that. I'm actually very proud of the fact that in my four years at King County Democrats, we flipped city councils. You know, we have flipped seats. And, and, and even when there's been Democrats, we have elected more progressive Democrats. Um, this past cycle, the three new elected, um, the three new state reps that we're sending to Olympia are all people of color. They're all under 40. That is different. And that is because the party didn't put the thumb on the scales for the same types of people that it may have done in years past. We tried to make it so that it was a fair and open process for 
people who came from all kinds of backgrounds to be able to run. And that is a big change for the party and why we need people like all of you wonderful indivisible folks to get involved and bring, you know, your perspective, your energy so that the party continues to grow in those ways and doesn't go back to the sort of, you know, cigar smoke rooms and, you know, like we, yeah, we, of, we know the cliches. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you don't like what you're seeing, get in there and change it. I mean, that's, that's precisely right. what Shasti did y'all. And uh, we're in, in your debt for that. You don't need to be a policy expert. And, and as Shasti is saying, if you live in a blue LD, all the more reason to get involved, we can absolutely put uh, more people of color on the ballot. We can put more progressives on the ballot. It's just, uh, I think it's just a great thing to do. Um, so if you want to get involved, I have some information for people who are listening right now, but we'll have this in the show notes as well. Wace-democrats.org slash local slash LPO is where you can go to learn more about what Shasti was talking about. But Shasti, as I say, thank you for everything you've done as chair of the King County Dems. You're you're an inspiration to us all. And, you know, thank you for your years of leadership and thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for all the support all these four years. I think your show was like the first thing I came and did when I was first elected those four years ago. And you've been nothing but welcoming and supportive. And, and I just am so appreciative of, of everything in the indivisible community. And um, stay tuned. Stay tuned. There's more to come. And uh, I hope folks will, will get involved and stay involved in the party. That's really important. And that'll do it for this week. The executive producer of the show is Kat Pipkin. If you would like to see a video version of this podcast, head to facebook.com slash indivisible podcast. The email address for the show is indivisiblepodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to Lori Kowal. And as always, my thanks to you for listening. I'm Stephen Cox, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.